Hey guys, I'm Adam. And I'm Maggie. And this is the Mind Your Manor podcast. A podcast talking about marriage, money, wellness, and all the other things that happen under your roof. Welcome back, you guys. Episode two. Welcome back. Um, We wanted to start by just saying thank you. Um, We had so many messages from friends and family the past week. Um, And yeah, we just feel really encouraged. We're really excited. We didn't think anyone would listen. No, I was Um, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, Spotify actually just called us. And, you know, we have a really big deal coming up with them. It's like Joe Rogan size. I think we'll be like right behind Joe Rogan. Yeah, so keep an eye out. (laughs) (laughs) Can't even say that with a straight face. I know. It is fun, though, because we can see the analytics on, you know, who's watching or not specifically who's listening, but just numbers wise. And, and where they are fun. too. Yeah, and it's and it's people fun out of the country. That, yeah, uh, Albania or something like that. Yeah, shout out to the Kardashians. Shout out Albania. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but thank you for listening. <laughs> I don't think that they're Al- Albanian. No, I think actually. they said Albania, didn't not? No, I know, but I tried oh, to make a joke, and I actually don't think that they're from there. Uh, where do you think they're from? I let me Google it. Do we have any friends like studying abroad or something, on a mission trip? Um. Oh, maybe. Do we? Do we? Do um, we have friends? Yes, we have friends. <laughs> Are you okay? You say that. Okay, hold on. All right. No. Honestly? Honestly, there's no telling. Anyways, whoever you are, thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks, you guys. <laughs> I don't know why I pretended like I was going to be able to figure that out I know, in three I seconds. I thought you were going to as well. But... I just feel like on other podcasts where they're like a lot more established, they'll say they'll ask like this really in-depth question and someone will say like oh let me google it and then like no time at all passes and the conversation never lags and i have an answer mm. We're gonna I, have to work on that, I think. yeah i don't have that for you yeah, we need to practice that okay well good thing That's we have right. plenty more yeah to figure it out with so adam what's going on well good news this week we got the microphone situation figured out yes, somewhat kind of we can at least hear you this time so me is yes. yeah so we had a little problem, I'm sure most of you guys figured it out last week, <laughs> where Maggie sounded just a little bit quieter than I did. And if you know us, you know that's not That's accurate. very true, that's facts. <laughs> and so we like just thought about it, thought about it, thought about it, and I mentioned it to some guys at work, and one of the guys at work actually was like, you know, it sounded like Maggie's mic wasn't even on. And it wasn't. And it, in fact, was not. So what ended <laughs> up happening was when we started you know thinking about doing a podcast we ordered two microphones and we ordered two of the same microphones they're just usb like plug and play microphones and so when we plugged them in to the computer the computer didn't read that it was two separate microphones the computer read both microphones just as one so what we thought was recording both of us it was actually only recording my microphone yeah and so my microphone was picking up Maggie, like from a distance, from across the, the edge, table, yeah. Right, which does go to show just how loud Maggie is. <laughs> at the my voice really <laughs> carries, you know what I mean? Yeah, carries across the kitchen. So good news is we ordered another microphone that is not the same brand. So hopefully that helps. And now we have two different microphones, and hopefully you guys can hear us both just a little bit better. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah. So that is good news. Yeah. How about your Colorado trip back in Georgia? I know. I was in Colorado for four days. Mm. 
Monday through really Thursday. But you really enjoyed it, right? Well, like the state of Colorado, the weather was mm, really warm. I'm a southern girl, okay. you know? Yeah, southern um, belle. And it was cold. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the end of May. Yeah, and so those you two statements don't, really don't make go any together, sense. Right. Um, and everyone told me that it was gonna be like seventy and crisp air, but it was gonna be so nice. And it was snowing when we touched down. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm guessing you packed appropriately, right? No, oh. um, actually, <laughs> quite the opposite. Um, the day before my flight, so less than twelve hours before I was on the plane heading to Colorado. Um, I was really just kind of like, you know, living on a prayer, hoping, praying that the weather would somehow change and that a warm front would just Mm, just sweep sweep the state, you know, um, and that didn't happen. So Sunday night we were scrambling around, um, well, I guess it was more so me than Adam. He was just kind of hanging. I was shuttling you around. (laughs) Yeah, he was my driver. Um, and I was having to go and try to find some weather appropriate outfits for it being 30 something degrees mm-hmm. um where'd you find some did you find any I, you know what a friend of ours from church told me to look at banana republic okay and i remember going in there I she was right she found something though. yeah they i mean it was the only place that i could find a good selection of professional clothes that were warm mm-hmm. um and that was really the hard thing was there were plenty of clothes that might have been warm but they weren't like i had to be business formal right for four days you know i had to look like i was ready to go to like a board meeting is banana republic kind of like a hidden gym or is it like well, i mean that's kind of a bold statement <laughs> well, not, not like for, for this maybe for certain us. thing I mean, yeah i, don't I really mean dress like uh yeah i don't have to like dress up much i guess so is that like for me i think it was the first time I think I've probably ever been in there unless I was going in with That's my mom when I was like, a kid. I don't know that I've ever gotten anything from Banana Republic. Yeah, but I mean, for my work, I'm pretty casual when I'm like going into the office during the week. But um, for certain events, it is more formal. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, if, if you're looking for something that's more, more formal, formal, then I think that's good. Um, a good place to go, but... Yeah, I mean, last minute, threw together some stuff, um, got out there, super long travel day Monday. Mm -hmm. Um, We had to go to dinners every night. Um, I guess we got to go to dinners, not had to go. Got to go to dinners every night um, with some of our clients and um, just kind of hang out with them all during the day. We did a little bit of um, charity work. I learned how to use a drill, which was really exciting for me. You're going to um, be doing a lot of work around the house. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, it was awesome. I was really ready to be home, though. That was the mm. first time that we've been apart since we got married. That's very true. So it was really weird. Um, and we were on different time zones, too, which we didn't think about. Yeah, I did not So realize. it was kind of hard to keep up with each other. I didn't realize there was such a big gap there. Either yeah. Two hours. Yeah, and for us, I mean, it sounds like not that much, but for our, like, normal everyday routine, we're typically asleep by... I mean, nine. Nine? <laughs> I mean, at least in bed by eight. Yeah, um, Eastern time. And right, so then right. if I, I mean, I was two hours, I guess, behind mm-hmm. here. Yep. Um, I just felt like when you were done with work, I was just starting to do things. Like my stuff was starting to pick up and mm-hmm. we, I just felt like we didn't really get to chat that much for almost a week, which was, I don't know how people do it. Like no. this was my first ever work trip. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't in my 
job. I don't really have a lot of overnight travel. I have like con- like a conference here or a there day, or something, yeah, a day, day event day. in Atlanta yeah. or something, but never really anything overnight except for this. And this is just a once a year thing. So this is our first time going and now we'll go every year um, that they'll have us back. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just, man, it takes a special person to do that, I think, because yeah. it was really tiring. A lot it of socializing. It takes a special person to like hold the house down too though. I yeah, mean, Jenny amen. And I, I mean, we were like Jenny's we were our lab there for a little bit. Oh yeah, for for those of you guys who don't know, <laughs> we don't Jenny, have a kid yet. We have a dog. <laughs> Jenny is our what five month old chocolate lab. Almost six. Almost months. six. Yeah. Wow, she's growing. Growing, yeah. I know. Yeah, we had a good time though while you were gone. Kinda. She was in doggy daycare. She was in doggy daycare <laughs> the whole time, so, so I mean, she had a blast. It was fun for me though once we got home because she was so tired. Yeah. I mean, she was wore out. And, and she still is. She still is. What a weird feeling it was, though, dropping her off at doggy daycare. I oh felt like that goodness. has to be like what it is to be like a parent. Well, you got to do it, too. I, and I cried. Don't Y'all, they just like sweep her out from under you? It was. And it's just like, bye. Okay, yeah, I walked ya. in, and it was. So I took her Monday morning before I went to the airport um, so that Adam could go to work at a normal time. And he would just picked her up that afternoon, but. As I go in to drop her off, it, I'm not there two seconds. I, like, walk in the door. They recognize her. They're like, Jenny. And I didn't even get to, like, kiss her bye or anything. Yep. I mean, they just, they just took her t- yep. back. Um, and, you know, whatever. But it was it's just weird. sad. Yeah, it's just weird. It's weird not being able to be like, bye, love, love you. you. Which I'm sure we could yeah. if we said something to him about it. But it's just very much, like, automatic. Like, yeah. very just, but like, you standard. Did, yeah, you made a good point, though, because... Um, that might stress out the dog if For we're sure. trying to like make a scene and yeah. be all affectionate and then we leave. Her. And I know it was, <laughs> I don't, I mean, I called Adam leaving, pulling out of the doggy daycare parking lot crying. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to do this with a baby. That's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I think we, we were in good hands though, I think. Shout out Muddy Paws in Watkinsville. Yeah. If anyone's listening to this, needs like doggy daycare in the Athens area. Muddy Paws. They love on our dog. They love on our dog. Their service is just great. I mean, they were great with me. They were great with Jenny. She came home tired. I mean, and then it was, we took her for four days, four Mm -hmm. separate days. Um, And I thought it was a great experience overall. Yeah. And I think we both kind of want to do it you know once a week twice a week just for something fun for you know Jenny to do I guess well and for me I mean I work in the office in the mornings um and Jenny stays at home and then I'm home I work from home in the afternoons I'm about 10 minutes from my office Mm -hmm. so it's not um like too much of a commute obviously but um when we got Jenny I had a conversation with my boss about just wanting to be at home more because I didn't want to put her in the kennel all day long um and so having a place to take her to wear her out so that I don't have to constantly be looking over my shoulder on the afternoons that I am home would just be a nice treat because as it is right now I feel like I can't you know sit down at my desk and actually 100% focus because Mm -hmm. if she leaves the room or if I see something in her mouth she's not supposed to have or she's trying to destroy our furniture or whatever it is yeah yeah that's right um so that was just a nice treat while you were gone yeah. Uh, but now that you're back, though, um, you know, we're trying to get back on our normal routine. Yeah, back like, to the grind. <laughs> what kind of things, you know, do you try to do, like, this weekend specifically to kind of mm-hmm. help get you back on track, like, back in the swing of things? Yeah. I think we are both very routine-oriented. 
I think both of us enjoy structure. Definitely. I <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I talked about that at small group. How it's like almost to like the minute. Not to exaggerate, but right. almost to the minute we're like on <clears throat> excuse me on task on schedule. Yeah. Whether it's dinner, breakfast, getting to work. Yeah. All those things. And even I mean even to the point of like we eat certain meals on certain days of the week or we go to certain places to take the dog for a walk on certain nights or whatever that is we have a really regimented routine Mm -hmm. i don't Um, get tired of it though i don't either to me it doesn't seem like when you say like regiment it's like i don't i think i like the military yeah (laughs) but i don't think and not that like the military sounds like like a Debbie Downer, you yeah. know, but it's like, but it I don't think of it as like it's a not task bad. or like bad. I think that the routine brings freedom. Yeah, I agree. Because I think that in a lot of ways, you can, it's easy to never accomplish anything if you're just winging things all the time. Mm. Like if you don't have some sort of structure to your life, to yeah. your schedule, that's in work, personal life even in your relationship whatever that looks like I think it holds you accountable to doing certain things regularly mm-hmm. like for us um my schedule like I said I go to the office I come home I'm with the dog in the afternoon and then the dog always takes a nap in the afternoon and every time she takes a nap I get on the treadmill or do a workout mm-hmm. or get on the bike or do whatever that is without that built into my routine I would never work out because yeah. it feels like you don't have time. That's true. So it's like by creating these systems within your life, I feel like it really does bring freedom because it's like I f- feel confident that I'm going to accomplish what needs to accomplish each day because I've already – like this is just another – like it's another day, another normal right. thing. And obviously stuff pops up sometimes, but it never really throws us too far I agree. off the I was going to say it's path. very similar with like our dinner time yeah. as well when I think this kind of started when we were engaged and maybe even dating is how we kind of made our dinner time a priority to sit down and eat dinner together Mm -hmm. and obviously it's like you said that's not always perfect but I think our relationship has grown a lot because of that time that we have together at night where it's like I mean you know we're both gone all day I'm usually gone before the sun comes up Mm -hmm. and to be able to sit down with you and you know catch up on our day talk about whatever there is to talk about I mean, doing that five, six, seven times over again, you know, during the week. Yeah. I think that, you know, makes a big difference. And I think that it's important that we keep making that a priority. Yeah. But that just relates to our schedule, you know, where it's like we try to not fit our schedule around that. But But kind of. I mean, kind of. Well, because I think for both of us growing up, um, especially our father figures were, they worked a lot. Mm -hmm. Um and we're not saying that's wrong or bad that was just what they did to provide for our families and so mm-hmm. there were a lot of meals that not everyone was present especially yeah. as we got older and when there I was more sports. activities yeah 100 yeah, so mealtimes often for me growing up felt kind of lonely mm-hmm. like maybe it was me and mom or me mom and zach or me dad and zach like it never really felt like the whole family got together unless it was like thanksgiving or christmas and yeah. i'm sure there were other times when we went out to eat and whatever else where all of us were together but on a normal night especially when sports started picking up i can remember mm-hmm. you know i'd come home from practice and i'd eat leftovers and mom might sit with me or dad might sit with me while i yeah. ate but they'd already eaten so it was like yeah. you know and so i think when we started dating we both were just saying how for our family like we really wanted to make that sort of like this sacred time mm-hmm. as um, best we can yeah because it is like you said i feel like 
a time for us to catch up on our day. I feel like some of our most productive conversations come from dinner time or like today at lunch or whenever, whenever we share a meal together, I feel like it's kind of like a nice uninterrupted time Mm -hmm. for us where we're not running around the house trying to do laundry or take the dog out or do whatever else. Like we're sitting down, we can look at each other and have a conversation. And so, yeah, I just feel that that's really important. I agree. I think that would look different for everyone too. It's like if I had a job where that didn't get started as early, you yeah. know, it might look like breakfast time for us. You know, yeah. we make that a priority. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, we don't so, do breakfast that early. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't. We do not. Not at six o'clock or yeah. whatever time it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to say personally, like what things do we do to help get up like back on track um, yeah. after, you know, whether we've been traveling, both of us, you yeah. know, going back to Ackworth or Marietta or whatever it is um it sounds silly but doing like grocery shopping i mean what i we was did gonna today, say that would, yeah i guess i took that from you but doing That's grocery good. shopping and getting that out of the way yeah and then i hope i won't take the other one but like laundry too, yeah laundry's a big one. just getting both of those like done or at least started yeah. like if i start early on a saturday or sunday doing those things usually that mm-hmm. kind of propels into like the whole week where i'm starting off on the right foot i guess yeah i'm full I have food. Yeah. <laughs> and then I have clothes to wear. And yeah. it's like I know Adam's like the laundry king in this house. Well, <laughs> I feel like I've slacked so hard on laundry since we bought this house. Usually I, you're doing something else and so yeah, I'm just doing the laundry. I feel like I've been like I clean everything. But for some That's reason true. I have let laundry pile up. I mean, we have like five laundry baskets full that, that of clothes true. right now. I don't even know how we have that many clothes. I think it's different too though, because I think I go through clothes either like quicker or faster one because i'm getting like dirty nasty sweaty Mm -hmm. at work and then working out taking the dog on a walk Mm -hmm. i mean i'll change outfits like yeah i mean my mom used to get upset because i'm not upset but like like, three outfits a day minimum yeah and she's like why are you like wearing all these clothes once and then throwing them in the dirty clothes and i'm like well i mean they might be dirty i wore them i took them off the hanger yeah. Shout out, mom. Thanks yeah. for doing laundry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now Adam's doing his laundry yeah. and starting to be more conscientious of the stuff that he's wearing. And That's right. How That's long right. he's wearing it for before it ends up in the thing. But, oh, yeah. You know, I was going to say grocery shopping for sure. And then like cooking or cleaning mm-hmm. or like doing the things around the house that you know are just like pests mm-hmm. during the week. Yeah. Um, what did you cook today? Oh. <sighs> blueberry muffins they were so were they good? good i mean you tell me i thought they were pretty they good. were so good where'd you get them from i made them from scratch mm, and wow i mean it's not like that impressive but it was, <laughs> they were pretty good i used to bake a decent amount um and honestly I, you know i hate to make excuses and i'm when we talk about something later on i'm gonna make another excuse for sure but I just feel like our life has been nonstop no, yeah. for months. I mean, the dog doesn't help. The dog doesn't like help. But even around. before that, it was like we got engaged and then we, we booked our wedding not even a month after we got engaged. Yeah, not long after. And then it was like pretty chill mm-hmm. for a couple months. And then starting Chill-ish, in like September I mean, of yeah. last year, oh, it really picked up. It picked September. up because we didn't do anything for our wedding in terms of like planning picking like decorations picking music mm-hmm. food it was all anything. done for us not yeah. out of like an irresponsible yeah like, yeah we, we were anything. we just they didn't need us to do it yeah. that early so we didn't have to start making decisions until like late september early october and then it was like bridal shower our small group threw us a shower we had 
bath half. I, I had work stuff. Like holidays. Holidays were crazy. Thanksgiving, and then it was the wedding, and I for the last like two weeks leading up to our wedding, I was having to work like crazy mm-hmm. because I was trying to like compensate. For the yeah, two for weeks the fact we that we were going to yeah. be gone and making sure everyone felt comfortable with me being out of the office for two weeks, and um, and then we got back and. Uh, Millie passed away. Our other dog passed Mm -hmm. away like 10 days Mm -hmm. after we got back home. That kind of almost like shut things down. Down. Where it was like we weren't busy, but we just weren't, like we just stopped. Right. Everything. And then it was like we, the day after she passed away, we called realtor and we were like, we don't want to be in this apartment. Mm -hmm. We want to buy a house. (laughs) And then we started that process and then we moved in and decorated and got Ginny. Yeah. Doing all the things. So it's like, it just has felt, and we're so grateful for all those things. Um, but it just has felt really nonstop. And so I haven't prioritized certain things that I've really wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Um, which for me, I really love to cook and I love to bake. And so today I was like, you know what? When I go to the grocery store, I'm getting some dang almond flour, and I'm going to chef it up. And I did, and it turned out really well. You know what I'm thinking you need to make? What? Is um, a lemon pound cake. I knew (laughs) you were going to say that. How would you know? I just know. I don't know what it is about this time of year, but Adam does not stop talking about a lemon pound cake once it gets warm out. I don't know. Because it's so good. It's so airy. Yeah. It's so, like... Uh, summary almost. yeah I and know. i i think they're delicious but it's just like we can't have a lemon pound cake every week you I know mean, what i mean could. i mean we could but i'd be as big as this house so that <laughs> i don't think That's that would funny. work um but yeah no i think that in terms of getting back into our routine i think it's the same thing as how you like when you mentally check out to go on a vacation you just like jump into vacation mode mm-hmm. i think when you come back home you have to just jump right back into that routine yeah. so like you said Unpacking groceries cleaning suitcase. unpack as soon as you get home yeah what you did i you did. did i didn't even like sit down before yeah. i unpacked everything for that. i know because i needed to do i needed you to do my laundry <laughs> <laughs> there you go and he did he started it this morning (laughs) so we love that um no yeah but you just have to go you have to like fully commit to getting back to that routine and it's hard I mean it's really hard I mean I Friday worked from home all day because I had gotten in um not late but it was like a 13 or 14 hour travel day so I was not going into the office Mm -hmm. And even sleeping in longer than normal threw me off for the whole day. I yeah. mean, I even took a nap yesterday afternoon because I was so thrown off. And just we, time wise. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just everything was kind of off. So today, like you said, we got up at the right time. We went for a walk. We got groceries. I cooked. We're cooking dinner here tonight. Mm-hmm. Adam did our laundry. Adam was ironing stuff today. I, I literally, I don't even recognize him anymore. I know. I'm a totally new person. It's like my second time ironing ever. I know. I First time was Mexico. our honeymoon. Yeah, I ironed in Mexico, <laughs> my button downs that I needed. And then I needed some yeah. shorts yesterday for our dinner date. And yeah. I didn't have enough time to let the iron warm up. So I was all frustrated and flustered because I couldn't wear those shorts. So now today I set out some time to where I could let the iron warm up and actually like take some time to iron. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ironing is actually, it's not bad. I mean, I only had to iron like three things, mm-hmm. but it was pretty like relaxing. Awesome. So you can do that for me too. No, that and I laundry. I think it's more like doing You can just be in charge of all the clothes. It's more so just doing men's <laughs> ironing, I think. The women's the, ironing yeah, isn't as fun. That can be pretty stressful, I think. Okay. So your stuff is a lot more delicate. I don't even like touching your like work clothes 
because I'm yeah. so afraid that I don't like, either. That's I'm gonna don't. mess something yeah. up. Like, because all of it's like gentle cycle. Or it's like hand wash. I'm like, who's yeah. hand washing okay, these days? Look, we don't have a hand wash sink. Like, I know some houses have like the sink in the laundry room yeah. that you can like do all your. Like, my mom's washer has that like bucket uh-huh. in the washing machine, and you can like. Which is really cool. That is really cool. You it's can, a really like, nice wash washing machine. There. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have any of that. So when I read one of your tags and it said hand wash, I put it right back in the basket. Out there to like the faucet on the side of the house and get to wash in because yeah, and see, no, will be cool. And we've talked about it. You've said it before. What? I mean, maybe we'll sound. like I have no idea where this is going. By the way, I'm like scared. (laughs) Maybe it'll sound silly to anyone listening, but I would love, and you've said it before too, and we just agree to have a clothesline to dry our clothes outside. It's not. I know. I know a lot of people do it because they're like, save the earth. Like we don't need to use all this stuff to get the dryer going, like electricity or whatever. Which you feel the same way, right? That's not the reason that I want a clothesline. (laughs) I want a clothesline because I just would love to be like. You want to be trendy? No, I yeah, hundred (laughs) percent. I would love. I feel like in our life we're. I'm pretty like organic, natural. You know, I would love to like wear a sundress and take a basket of clothes outside and just put them on a clothesline. <laughs> I just feel I'm like that like, fits my aesthetic. I'm like main character energy. <laughs> main, main character vibes right now is kind of what I'm picking up. Yeah, and I, I just think that'd be really fun. And I think that if we had a dog that wouldn't eat all the clothes oh, that were hanging on the clothesline, yeah. we probably would have already had one by now, but she cannot be trusted with any garments. Very true. Don't so. try putting socks in the dryer in front of her. Or, or anything in the dryer. Those socks will end up just scattered around the house yeah she's a retriever but she doesn't like retrieve the stuff that she takes she away steals it <laughs> right that's right yeah well maybe once we get a privacy fence we can throw up a clothesline yeah guys go ahead and donate to the gofundme because a privacy fence mm. on one side of our backyard is forty five hundred dollars yeah that's so that's a this no, that's podcast is gonna have to blow up yeah. we're gonna have to get some sponsors or that's something. Very true. we didn't even have them quote all the sides we no, had them quote one, one side of the backyard and he said oh yeah just 4500 we said just yeah. i told him i needed to go clock in yeah he said sorry we need to pick up a couple extra shifts around here <laughs> before we can get back to you on that one one day we'll get a clothesline i promise yeah well how about uh we wanted to talk about bible reading and journaling and what that looks like yeah kind of what that looks like for both of us yeah kind of off of the um same idea of like what is our routine how do you get into a Mm -hmm. routine those kinds of things and I'll just kind of speak for myself I feel like I've just sort of I don't want to say settled into because I feel like that has kind of a negative connotation but um I feel like I've just established I guess um like a consistent routine with reading my bible um, this is where I had mentioned earlier I was going to make an excuse um, with the journaling. I used to journal all the time mm-hmm. in college. What changed that? What's your excuse? My excuse is time. <laughs> okay. Why um, is it time? I think I now do it like maybe once a week. Mm-hmm. And it's like a bigger like brain dump rather than like every morning just to almost like check something off. Even when I like didn't have anything to mm-hmm. necessarily like, put pen to paper about mm-hmm. Um, and so now it's more of like, there will be certain days where I'm like, well, I really have this thing that's like weighing on me or I have this idea or this specific thing I'm like praying through or whatever it is. And that's when I'll journal, but I'm not, that's not part of my everyday routine in the same way that it was before. But I feel like now I'm in a better 
routine, like I was saying, in just reading my Bible every day. Yeah. Like this trip, uh, what was that? <laughs> this trip, <laughs> this trip to Colorado was, I mean, just to be completely honest, the first trip that I've taken where I actually read my Bible every morning mm-hmm. while I was on a trip. Yeah. Um, and I think it's easy to like not do it because it's like when you're usually not home, obviously this is a work trip, but it feels like you're on vacation. So you're like vacationing from your life. And a lot of times I neglect my Bible because it just feels like, well, that's my home, home life. life. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but for me, and then you can um, talk about yours, but for me personally, I'm not following like a specific plan of yeah. any sort. I had tried to do um, a girl that we had done like a college ministry with her mom wrote a devotional called um, 90 days through the Bible, I think mm-hmm. is what it's called. And I had tried to do that time. That was a, it was a lot of reading and a yeah. lot of like, um, I mean, obviously to read the whole Bible in three months is, I mean, that's, that's jam packed. Yeah. Um, and there were also like these really deep questions that went along with every day's reading. I mean, in the intro to the devotional, it said to block aside, wasn't it like three or four hours yeah. a day? I mean, it was like a it lot. Was something long. Um, and so I had tried to do that, um, several months ago. I think that's when we were engaged that mm-hmm. I tried to do that. And yep. I lasted for like a week and yep. then I was like, I'm going to have to break this down or something. Um, but now I've just been reading through the new Testament and mm-hmm. I, I don't really have like, I'm reading this many chapters or a book a day or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like reading through however much I can or feel led to do I guess throughout the day so sometimes that's like 10 minutes sometimes that's half an hour um there was one morning in Colorado where it was over an hour I mean it just kind of depends on the day um and and are you just reading or are you reading and taking notes or what is that like just reading just reading um I have a couple times when I've been reading um (laughs) sorry Adam's giving me a hand signal for our time (laughs) um but a couple times when I've um been reading certain things have like caught my eye or I'm like I don't really understand this in which case I'll um either like do a google or whatever afterwards like I'll just kind of mark it and come back to it or sometimes I'll even look and see if there's a podcast about it Mm -hmm. or something um which sometimes I hate because I just sometimes I'm like I don't know if I agree with the viewpoint of the person who's speaking you know not every single person is a theologian so like (laughs) I don't know um but yeah I mean there's not really a plan I'm following right now which in some ways is like uh, like we have routine and everything else maybe we should have a routine in that but Mm -hmm. for me it's it's kind of nice to just feel like, I'm not just, I don't feel like I'm doing it anymore to just check a box. Right. Like, I feel like I'm doing it because I genuinely want to do it and because I'm enjoying it yeah. and I'm learning and I am feel like I'm actually, like, growing in my faith. Whereas before I felt like, okay, today I'm reading this in Matthew mm-hmm. and I'm going to answer this question. And then it was like, I didn't actually get depth out of anything because I was just doing it to do it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's me. What about yeah. you? I think the reading itself, I think the checking the box concept is a really interesting like thing I guess that I think about and we talked about it in one of my small groups where it's like you know is it always such a good thing to like check the box and I think there are positives to checking the box because yeah. it does keep you I mean you're still in your bible you know right. at the end of the day it's like you are there on those days where it is 
you know, harder, you don't mm-hmm. feel like doing it, whatever. I mean, being in your Bible is better than not being in your Bible. You yeah. know, so I do think there's value there, but to the same point that you said where it just kinda it's almost mindless, you know, if you mm-hmm. will. Um, I think that can be a big like downside of yeah. checking the box. Yeah. Um but I think like we have similar sentiments where I mean just recently it's just been kind of very sporadic. Mm-hmm. You know, um few days on, few days off week on week off mm-hmm. longer time on you know longer time off whatever mm-hmm. it is um and I, I think i think i prompted this question because in our small group our monday night small group um i got our group got asked what our bible reading time looks like like yeah. what does our um quiet time look like and that was just like a really like quick like heart check almost mm-hmm. you know it's like oh well once you get asked that question it's like why what am i doing yeah um so i think that was part of the reason why I wanted to talk about it was because I got asked but then also to share that with you, you yeah know, and I think there can be value in just what we're sharing as well yeah um, but when I am I guess reading my bible and doing it consistently I do find value in a reading plan mm-hmm. um, just because to be quite frank and honest like I don't know the bible like the back of my hand really yeah. so I think kind of having something that does lead me through it in a way is valuable for me yeah um, and so I tried doing a a Bible reading plan that was reading the Bible in a year and I got pretty far along I didn't make a make it a whole year I think it was several months though it was yeah it was a while um but it you know it's like I said I could rattle off all the excuses but Mm -hmm. you know I just didn't make it a priority and so I never ended up finishing that reading plan and then then came the time where I'm like I'm gonna get back into it you know what what can I what can I do Mm -hmm. and I found another one that started in the Gospels, mm-hmm. and it was reading the Gospels in 45 days or something like that, and I found a lot of value in that, and so mm-hmm. I was still working through Matthew, and I still kind of am, because I think what kind of tripped me up going through the Bible in a year was I was more just reading it to read it. Like Not I was to, almost, like, gain anything that's from right. it. And I was yeah. almost just reading it like a fiction book where I'm just like reading characters names oh they're here that's cool let me keep on but not actually like meditating on the word that's correct that's right and so when i did this other one and doing this other one it's taking me a lot longer because i'm sitting there with a notebook right next to me Mm -hmm. i mean almost after every verse you know noting down who is this person where are they from why are we talking about this what you know what can i get from it what is god trying to like say say you know like what what's the value in, in the word i guess um, and so that's just been really interesting. And again, it's, I think, always just a daily thing mm-hmm. that I'm trying to be better about. I'm definitely not anywhere near perfect um, yeah. at it, uh, but I do find value in it when I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think at our small group, I had wrote, written a note down. Um, our small group leader had mentioned the Bible Project, which yeah. I don't know too much about. I, it was the first time I had heard about it. Um, Isn't that where it's you're supposed to be getting the Bible in like every language? No, so I think you're thinking of something different. So I think the Bible project is like it's like YouTube videos almost. Oh, and, they and go it's not for kids. Uh, basically, uh, do you remember John Green? Yeah. Do you remember like Does crash it, course videos? It's like that. Okay, yeah. I yes. just I did Google it and I did it in an effective, efficient way. There you go. Um, yeah. Okay. So who is behind this? I don't know okay. who makes it or like, you know, good, bad or other, but I just 
found that resource, I guess, yeah. you know, just this week. And I was like, wow. And I watched it. I think no, it's it, like little animated videos yeah. to explain the Bible. That's really cute. And I think that can be really valuable, you know, just regarding chapters of the Bible. Mm-hmm. But I think it also goes into more specifics about certain things as well. Um, and I think that's, I think I'll find that valuable because it's very much like illustration and I'm a very visual learner. And so I think yes. there's a lot of value there because for me, like I enjoyed the fact that I even remember John Green. Yeah. you know crash courses like says something because those videos that they made we watched easy. in high school you know i could yeah. watch and it's fun whatever but it definitely like helped break down those things yeah um and then the other one it's like um ask something it's it's ask something related to the bible i think i don't remember exactly what it was i thought i wrote it down somewhere but i couldn't find it but it was some kind of like source on the internet and it's ask dot something but I, I can't remember exactly what it is maybe Megan her googling can pull it up maybe let not. me see I what I, I can find if we can't find it this ask week. is it uh, uh with uh, an l l-i-g-o-n-i-e-r l-i-g i don't know oh wait never mind no. okay sorry you, you guys are probably going to be so confused listening to this yeah. as we're just trying we'll to figure to, out we're like speaking in code i'll have to pull up my notes like this week sometime and maybe if i remember it yeah I'll find it i can talk about it next week but it, apparently there is a, a search engine if you will on the internet where you can type in these certain verses mm-hmm. and then the search engine will pull up all of these different like references tell you what it means like oh all these different things i i think and it's I supposed know. to be like a bible resource like how you were saying like if you have a question while you're reading like you could uh-huh. go to this site is this blue letter bible no but i think that is because i similar because I, I feel like i've looked on there before when i've because i think i wanted to look at a different translation or something mm-hmm. um but yeah we'll have to put I'll that in our that. show notes maybe yeah. so that people can see that yeah and yeah the, the third and final thing i guess that i find value from is um exactly what you just said is having different translations Mm -hmm. and that helped me when I had to do my memory verses um, for my men's group was looking at the different translations and seeing just how not necessarily how they change but just how different wording can almost like make things more clear Mm -hmm. Um, and I was trying to find one of the verses I was thinking of where it's like different synonyms might be used Mm. but in that translation i was like oh that just like clicks right away like that is why that's used in this context whereas maybe in this translation i was just kind of like like okay whatever okay like that doesn't really carry any weight with it yeah um well and we've been doing going through a book um we're in a small group it's guys and girls but we split up to do the actual study mm -hmm. um and i found that to be really beneficial because it goes through things like that where Mm -hmm. It's like, what other synonyms can you find in other translations yeah. for this one word? So it's like, Jesus is friend, companion. Yeah, you remember all of which these... one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know. I can't remember exactly what I the verse is. I think it's in Matthew. Is. I can't remember. That's going to be another was, one. Was it? We're, we're going to have to figure yeah, that we'll out. We're not even going to try to speak no. in code again. But, no. um, but yeah, no, I think that that was very beneficial to me. And I think that that Bible study is also beneficial in keeping with a routine of being in the word throughout the week because... Mm-hmm. Community. I mean, when yeah, you're around too. those people, I mean, those are the people that were checking on me, you know, it's yeah. like, what, what, what does your at home life look like when it comes to reading your Bible? Yeah. And if we weren't in that small group, then maybe that maybe time different. will go by, you know, that a longer time will go by before I do have 
yeah. know, someone check in on me. So yeah. there's a lot of value there. And I think for me, um, and something that Adam and I, I mean, I'm sure we'll end up talking about in an episode, um, is kind of, I guess, how our, I guess, view of Christianity has changed in recent history, mm-hmm. if that's the way of saying it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for both of us, um, or you know what, I won't speak for you, for me in particular, I used to think that my everyday Bible reading, my quiet time every day needed to look a specific way, right? So like I needed to have the aesthetic Bible and the journal that goes with it. And I needed to have the colored pens and the highlighters and I needed to have my cup of coffee and Mm -hmm. I needed to be, it needed to be like an Instagram worthy Mm -hmm. event. And then in addition to that, I felt like I needed to feel something. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that that comes from being involved. My very first church experience was with an overly charismatic church. Mm -hmm. And so every single thing that they did from the time you walked into the building until you left and then their social media and everything else, it's all geared to make you feel some sort Mm -hmm. of emotion. So whether that's joy, grief, anger, whatever it is. And they're pretty good at it too. (laughs) Yeah, they're really good at it. Um, And I, I hate to use the word manipulate, but it sometimes now I think looking back can say that it felt that way. Mm Um, where, you know, it was always, we're going to dim the lights and we're going to play the piano and the smoke machine and the Mm -hmm. strobe lights and all these things to try to elicit these emotions. And I felt like if I didn't have some sort of like visceral reaction Mm -hmm. when reading my Bible in my quiet time, like if I wasn't crying or wasn't like, you know, jumping up and down, I'm so excited. Then it was like, I did it wrong somehow. Mm -hmm. And I think that in recent months, being able to look at our our life, our faith, all of these things and say like there's like a simplicity to the gospel mm-hmm. and there's a simplicity to a relationship with God where yes there are emotions involved but emotions don't rule over That's any right. of that. And so you can like there are times when you know I'm reading the Bible and I do feel emotional but that's not a regular cadence for me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it, that used to scare me because mm-hmm. I used to be like, what's wrong with me that I can't feel I as this? deeply. Right. right. And now it's like, I feel like I recognize that my lack of an emotional reaction does not mean like a lack of spirituality on my end. Yeah. And I think that that encourages me to keep reading and keep being involved in that way. Um, because I don't feel like I'm failing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, definitely. I think that's very relatable. And, and I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that there are people who feel that way of like, if I'm not like these people on Instagram or like oh, these Christian influencers <laughs> or like these certain people who like, you can love the word and you can be fired up about it and still be like even keeled. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because I feel like I love the Bible more now than ever before, Mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm not, it doesn't feel like a roller coaster. That's right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Emotionally. And I think I get, definitely get caught up in the aesthetic of it where it's like Mm -hmm. almost from myself specifically, I almost need to go more like old fashioned in a way Mm -hmm. where I feel like in the past five years, I've seen a rise in the social media aspect where it's cool or like. You know, it's trendy. to like yeah. post 
you know, picture of your Bible and like the the highlighting is all mm-hmm. color matched. You know, they have a perfectly rebinded goatskin Bible. Right. And those things all appeal to me, but it's not getting caught up in all those things. Yeah. You know, missing the word, you know. Yeah, I just think that there's so much noise definitely, now. And definitely. I think in every avenue of our lives. And I think in faith especially, it's like pastors are constantly doing these like gimmicks to make a point mm-hmm. and the, and it's like I feel like so many times we're not we're just missing it mm-hmm. because of all of these things that sort of like stand in the way yeah um so I, I don't even know if that makes any sense yeah but I it just does said, I'm but. sure there will be people that can and can't relate yeah you know, I think there'll be people on both sides but I think that's just kind of where we both yeah. <laughs> stand and do agree you yeah. know with that with that point but. yeah no, I, I like that. I think um, I think that's a good thing to just regularly. I mean, I know we talk about it individually, um, but I think asking the people around you kind of where they're at too. You know, all of our friends and family, everyone's walking through different stuff. And mm-hmm. so everyone's faith right now looks different. Um, and some people are more on fire for the Lord than ever before. And some people are pulling back you know, due to circumstances or time or whatever else. And so I think that that's just like a really great thing to ask the people in your life is kind of what, what does it look like for you right now? How can I encourage you and support you and love you? However that looks right now. That's right. Um, and yeah, I just love that. Um, I definitely think that it shows that you care about that person too. Yeah. I think that, you know, that's not the point to just be like, Hey, I'm trying to show that I care about you. But I think that is like a hidden thing right? where it's like, you're going out of your way or even if it's not out of your way to right. talk to that person, love on them, you mm-hmm. know, just exactly what you just said, support them in any way that you yeah. can. I think there's a lot of value in that. Yeah. Really good for your relationships as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I guess to kind of wrap things up around here, I know yeah. we've been talking for a while. It's been while 45 now. minutes. Yeah. You guys are welcome. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, So we thought it would be fun. I know that we had kind of hinted at this the first um, episode, if you've already listened to that. If not, you should. Um, But we wanted to talk about kind of what are we consuming on a regular basis. And I think we'll just do this weekly to kind of close things out. Um, Yeah, to share kind of what we're up to during the week. So we're going to talk about... Um, like podcasts, books, music, whatever that looks like that we've sort of been consuming throughout the week. Um, and then maybe, you know, I'll drop in a recipe or something every yeah. once in a while. Who One knows? Tip, a quote. Yeah. I got lots of oh, stuff like that. Lots of well, quotes coming quotes from Adam. Week, <laughs> um, so do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, so I guess book, I haven't started it yet. Um, but it's for my men's group and it's Finishing Strong. Um, and then like the subtitle is going the distance for your family mm-hmm. and it's by steve farrar i think is how you say his last name um so each month we had to we get to um read a book for our small group um and write a net out which is basically just a a book report if you will you know one page two page however long you want it to be book report on it and so this is our last month of that small group and this is our last book mm-hmm. and so i haven't really been doing a lot of fun reading um, just on my own just because I've had these books to read for the past what nine months I guess I don't even know how long you started it's been yeah in nine months, August. a year something like that yeah um so this finishing strong book will be the next thing that 
I begin reading, which I'll begin reading that here pretty soon, um, just because I have to have that done before our next meeting. And then podcast, I haven't really been listening to too many podcasts. Um, I guess I kind of just go in and out of podcast. Um, I really enjoy Mind Pump. Um, for those of you that are active, love fitness, love just like casual banter too. Yeah, I mean, they just kind of have everything. Yeah. They'll talk about daily um, news? going, yeah, news stuff like that. Um, but they also, I think, they're the most beneficial podcast for fitness and health whether you're a male or a female either one um they're big proponents of girls lifting weights which Mm -hmm. maggie and i could talk about that probably in another podcast just like the benefits that maggie saw from actually going to the gym and lifting the big heavy yeah the big heavy scary weights Uh, i mean really i mean (laughs) i personally saw a huge difference and i think the people around us could probably say the same thing you know from maggie doing just that lifting the big heavy scary weights um but anyways, the the podcast, I don't really have too many podcast recommendations right now. There's Legacy Dads, if you're a guy or a dad. Um, there's Legacy Dads, and theirs is, theirs is good. I mean, it's, it's good. And then music. I love music. I listen to music all day. Um, and Jervis Campbell yeah. is who I'm listening to right now. Well, not like right now. I listen to everyone right now. But I found a song by him on thursday called glory mm-hmm. and i just love it i think it's very like i love like sweet music like i love a slow like just sweet like song he's a big softy yeah kind of something like that um but anyways i really like that song by him um he's the same one that sings teach me to dance i don't know if some of you have probably heard that song um but if you ever want to know what i'm listening to you can also find like my list of playlists on um spotify adam dot chisholm um and it'll pull up all my public playlists and there's like a bunch there's just a little bit of everything for everyone there's christian uh country just like just a mix of everything really but they're all in separate playlists so Mm -hmm. if you ever need something to listen to there's a a shameless plug there for you (laughs) but what about you yeah okay i'll start i guess music i pulled up my spotify so that i could make sure that i was giving you guys like actually like the hot back into stuff that i'm listening to so music um i don't know if these people are new or if they are like i just haven't discovered them until now their names S-E-U Worship. Okay. Are you about to say good things? I was going to say that. Okay. It's a good thing. Very good that's song. that's a good song. It's a very good song. Um, they also have another one called You Are Good. Um, these are like Christian songs. Mm-hmm. I very much am enjoying those. Mm. How about Come and Tear Down the Walls? Do they not sing oh, that? Who sings I that? I love that song. Who Let me tell that? you. Do you talk about a sweet song? Um... Common Hymnal yeah. with Ginny Wallstrom, Mark Allen, Schoolmeasters. Yeah. yeah. Um, like very good song. Um, oh, one more. Familiar Song by SEU. Yeah, Worship I like that well. one too. That's that one just came out too. Oh, I'm pretty it? sure because I got a, um, a notification for it. Yeah. So, yeah, very much like them. Mm. Um, and podcast. I'm kind of all over the place here. Okay. Okay. Between, as in, like, like Christian and non-Christian? Genre, or, yeah. Christian, non-Christian. Okay. 
So Rhythms for Life by Rebecca and Gabe Lyons. It's like a marriage podcast. Um, and they are talk they talk about um like emotional and spiritual health mm-hmm. um based in like the context of marriage. Um and they have lots of guests on and I really like that. Um it's pretty biblically sound, so I like that. Um I feel like that's kind of hard to come across. Yeah, so I like that. Um and then I think it's so funny that you've been listening to Legacy Dads because one of my most played is one that's called Welcome to the Womb. <laughs> Interesting. Um, and it's about We're not babies. At we are people. we are not pregnant. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's just a coincidence. No, no, no. <laughs> I just think it's fascinating. It's by a midwife. Um, and she's Australian, so she has a really cool accent too. Um, but Big it's plus. when like you're Okay. okay, I went one time for study abroad, <laughs> you guys. I'll never hear the end of it. Um, <laughs> but I like that. And then there's two more podcasts that I like just based off. These are more like health and fitness. One is called the Freely Rooted Podcast. And that is from a Christian perspective. Okay. Um, and then the other one is the Skinny Confidential. Mm-hmm. Um, that is not, <laughs> do not get this confused. Do not get it twisted. <laughs> That is not a Christian podcast. Um, But they do have on really interesting guests in like the health and wellness space. So I won't listen to the ones where it's like the real housewives are on, Mm -hmm. but the ones where it's like brain doctors are doing sleep studies, those kinds of things talking about ashwagandha. Like I want to hear about that. Um, So yeah, that's. How about books? Oh, what are you reading? You guys know I don't read stuff that's very holy. Mm. So that's my fault. (laughs) Let us know. Um, That's my fault. Um, okay, Colleen Hoover. I think basically every girl who listens to this will have at least heard of her. Okay. Um, I had read Ends With Us a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And so I went and got another one of her books because I loved it so much. And I got reminders of him. So, man, that was a roller coaster of a book. Okay. But I really liked it. I finished it this past week um, mm-hmm. in Colorado. I read it while I was on the plane. And then one night before bed... And I finished it. I mean, I could not put it down. Mm-hmm. And then I'm in the middle right now of Book Lovers by Emily Henry. I cannot speak for the end of the book, but so far it's definitely not as raunchy as some of these other romance That's novels. Um, you know, some of these get a little, well, mm-hmm. crazy, a little spicy. So this one so far has been pretty um, tame. How about the one you got uh, yesterday? What book was that? Um, Such a Fun Age. It was recommended to me on Goodreads. Mm-hmm. Follow me on Goodreads, oh, Maggie Chisholm. There you go. <laughs> um, Actually. Because I really do. I I want to follow other people and get more book recommendations because I've been flying through books. Yeah. And Weird I books. don't know what else to read at this point. So um, I <laughs> was recommended. Like read the whole library at this point, right? No. Oh. Um, yeah, let me know if you guys have library cards because I'm thinking about getting one. Mm. Um, but I found such a fun age at Goodwill for $1. Yeah, Um cool. And it's a Reese Witherspoon book club. It's a New York Times bestseller. All the things. Yeah, it was for a dollar. So can't go wrong there. To that point about the library card, you know, follow Maggie on Goodreads, add each other, whatever that looks like. I don't know if that's like something that you can Yeah, you can like friend each other. And then I, I don't know if there's like a messaging capability, but I would be able to see when someone finishes a book or starts a book or mm-hmm. clicks that they want to read a book yeah. or something and they can see mine as well. And then when you finish, it gives you the option to rate and review a book. And okay. so then other people can see what I rate and review and vice versa. Wow. What a cool feature. Yeah. That's fun. 
Yeah. Because well, I was going to say that. And then also, like, regarding music and podcasts, you know, if anyone listening, if you have recommendations, something that you enjoy listening to or, you know, have found value in, whatever it is, um, either message us on Instagram, you know, mm-hmm. and send that over or um, just comment. Put it in one of the comments of one of our posts, um, Mind Your Manor Pod. Mm-hmm. Um, we did change the name. On Instagram, yeah, we did change the name. Just added the pod there um, at the end. Yeah. But you can find us on Instagram and leave a comment message us you know Mm -hmm. we'd love to hear what you guys are listening to as well yeah um you know and if we find something and we like it too then we'll definitely mention it you know the next few weeks but yeah i think that's it i think we've wasted an hour now (laughs) maybe not wasted but we've taken an hour of your day so i think we're gonna wrap it up but like adam said go ahead and follow us on instagram at the mind your manner pod um and yeah let us know what you think about this episode please keep sharing follow along all that good stuff yeah message we love getting messages from you guys it was really encouraging but it's also nice and we got um, not criticism necessarily, but just constructive criticism, you know, things that we could do better. Um, we enjoy that kind of stuff too. Yeah. Um, so whatever thoughts, anything you have, send it our way. Let us know. Love you. Bye. I love you.